All right, so welcome to the Piece by Piece podcast. I'm your host, William Parham, and I'm here with my co-host. Mess Yurt. What's good, Mess? All right, so today's topic will be, well, this is episode 24. Clap it up. We're making progress. Um, 24? I know, 20, Kobe. So it's got to be a good one. Um, we're here to talk about child development and how that affects mental health. A quick introduction before we get started into our topic, though. Piece by Piece is a podcast dedicated towards mental health, self-improvement, um, life's challenges, and overall just, you know, self-expression. We're here to get better and we're here to learn about others. And our main goal is to help you navigate through life, through its, you know, challenges. As the pandemic has happened, things have not really settled to where they should be. Things no. aren't as traditional as they once no. were. And no one really has a concept or guide to give you to maneuver through this so i figured you know the podcast would be a great way to help us talk about these challenges and how it's been affecting us specifically generation z because i see our generation as you know from 1997 to 2010 our generation is that in-between generation from technology it's just internet inter babies yeah internet babies technology being on every in our everyday life versus not having technology at all um we're kind of that weird, awkward phase, and we're, I'm not gonna say we're troubled, but we do encounter our fair share of, you know, ups and downs from a misunderstanding. But to get into our topic today, child development, we wanted to talk about how, you know, mental health plays a major part in your- Child's Child development. De yeah, child development. I'm trying to sound, I'm trying to say the definition without saying the word itself. I know what you mean, but like, that's kind of, yeah. Developing of the child. For real. Pause. So we're going to try and do a speed round. We're going to keep it short because we know our podcast has been a little long. We're going to keep it at 30 to 40 minutes. Try a new format, new format. Yeah, new format. We're just testing it out. So we have 10 topics to talk about today, and we're going to do each for five minutes. Um, please like, subscribe in the comments. Comment what we should talk about more based on these topics, or if you have a topic of your own, please submit that into our google questions you can find that on our youtube in the links and description section um we're also active on twitter we will be having an instagram soon we're going to be active on tiktok but right now it is twitter youtube and our website piecebypiece.com please go check that out write a blog give your your statement give your piece just messages let's see just messages at this point man like let's see what kind of topics you guys got yeah, talk, if, talk your shit and if it's not too yeah, honestly, for real, yeah, bro. Talk your shit. Yeah, as long like, as ain't nothing too fucking crazy, though, for real. Like some of y'all, like, like some of y'all like to drop us, like, like, drop some comments and stuff. Be like, yo, talk about this. I'm like, bro, no. Yeah, don't say nothing crazy either. Yeah, please. like if you want us to talk about some crazy stuff, like, without, I mean, there's Rumble, but like, depends on what it is. Oh, we are on Rumble, by the way. That's what I wanted to say. We are yep. on Rumble. Um, as the topics become more and more explicit, we will be going more and more into Rumble. Rumble, hell yeah. All right, but now for this, today, quick little introduction. Checking my notes here. Um, the correlation between child development and mental health is intricate and multifaceted. Early experiences and environments can significantly impact a child's mental well-being as they grow. Adverse childhood experiences can increase the risk of mental health challenges later in life. Positive nurturing, a supportive environment, and access to resources can promote healthy emotional and cognitive developments. So for our first topic today, we're here to talk about the foundations of mental health in childhood. So exploring how early experiences shape mental health outcomes later in life so mess how if you can give an example or give some insight how are some early childhood experiences 
affecting you, you know, now as you, you've gotten older? Ooh, um, let's start with a positive one. Yeah, please. Okay, yeah. So, um, okay, so I would say, like, um, I, childhood, well, it really depends. So, I, I would say, like, playing sports as a kid. So, yeah, yeah, you know, like, I wasn't, like, super athletic, but, you know, I did play some sports. Like, I, when I was, like, elementary school, like, I played basketball, right? That's crazy to think, right? <laughs> like, yo, right? Nah. So, nah, really. I know, no, but you're excited. So, I would say wrestling and stuff like that. Like, um, meeting friends i would say um meeting friends meeting shitty friends at a young age kind of um meeting shitty and bad friends i guess you can say like yeah i mean i, mean, I still talk to some good friends you know from my childhood they're still there you know i still talk to them occasionally mm-hmm. um i would say getting to meet people at a young age you kind of learn how to gauge like what kind of people you want in your life you know facts like yeah like i do think like because dude i get that some parents may want to you know uh be really overprotective of their children like for good reason dude people are weird out there and i would say that and just traveling as a kid just trying new experiences you know starting like new sports like i got into skateboarding as a a young kid and it was kind of cool you know what i'm saying like and then I just honestly the, be getting on the internet as a kid, bro, really changed me. Like, I always wonder uh, where I would be without the internet. Like, I, I was, I think I would be way more athletic. I'm not because I got into like video games and stuff as a kid. So like, that's another event too. So like, video games gave a good escape. Oh, if I could comment there, like no, for me, like like you know when you have a long car car trip and you're with family and like you run out of things to say, you're maybe not intelligent enough or too young to understand what's being talked about. Like, I whip out my Game Boy or my my DS and I play Pokemon. Anyway, but yeah. Other than sorry, that was so weird. annoying. Um, <laughs> oh, so like for me, Pokemon was like a great escape for my childhood development, but it also kind of put me into the position I am now, now that I'm older. Mm-hmm. So for those who don't know, Pokemon is a Japanese video game and TV show. I think um, everyone knows who Pokemon is. But well, yeah. just in case, I'll just keep yeah, it short. It's, true, true, it's true, also true. it's it's short for Pocket Monster. Um, Pocket Monster. Bingo. So it's about you know a researcher who hires or recruits. A town student to you know complete his pokedex um a textbook that just categorizes and catalogs all the pokemon in the said region and speeding that up to where i am now is like i want to be a researcher of myself and kind of you know get into the mental health space and hopefully i can recruit people one day to go out into the world and collect data for me so i just find it so ironic like the person that like i almost see my life as like a way of pokemon so to speak because you know you have like professor oak Mm-hmm. Right, and then he recruited like the two trainers to go, you know, record Pokemon data. Mm-hmm. I feel like right now I'm in that stage of like being a trainer, but I want to be a professor one day. Like I want to do research, life have that white experience. Coat. But you just gotta travel more and stuff like that. That's what know? I'm saying. But like, mm-hmm. have that white coat. But under that white coat, it's like my persona of like my outfit and who I actually am. And like, <laughs> I just had professor in front of my name, and I'm just interested <laughs> in this topic. You get what I'm saying? No, I get what you mean. Like, I think it's time, like, yeah, we use, meet, like, different people of different walks of life, and that's how you get your experience. That's how, like, you can, like, sit back and be like, God damn. I feel like ex- life experience kind of makes you judgmental in a way. But, it like, does. And not in a bad way. Like, I think it makes you, like, you meet someone, you get that gut feeling, like, mm, you're like, mm, I don't think this person's like, you know how you can kind of gauge and you get like a weird vibe from someone and you're like, yo, like, yeah, nah. Yeah, based off of like whether you like it or not, you're already settled with like, yeah, I don't want to be here. Like, oh, I'll keep yeah. exploring. No, yeah, you can tell like, oh, maybe I got to get out of here. Yeah. Like, I'm in danger. Like, yo, yeah, I think sometimes, bro, you got to kind of got to go through pain. Like, shit, like, 
Yeah. Like, I mean, there's some experiences that happened to me as a kid that, like, you know, like, that shaped me as not to be as trusting anymore as I used to be as a kid. Yeah. But I think it was for a very good reason because I think the, from that situation, dude, things could have gotten much worse. Like, I, I used to people please a lot. So and something happened to me. I mean, it's not like some crazy, like you know, like weird shit. But like, it's kind of like looking. People pleasing. Yeah, like I was like after that. Now I'm considered a dick. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't think. I think. Like I just give people my insight on certain things, and they're like, okay, well, bro, if you come to me for advice, I'm not going to coddle you 100. percent Not gonna sugarcoat that. Fuck shit. no. If you're doing something stupid, I'm gonna let you know that you're fucking stupid. I feel that. Like straight up. <laughs> I 100 feel that. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Will might be a little bit more nicer to you about it, but he'll st- still tell you you're fucking stupid. Nah. I've been getting teased. People have been calling me stupid when I'm trying to put things nicely. I, I do try to play both sides, but oh, all right. Ooh, okay, switch over. So, next topic. Um, adverse childhood experiences and mental health. Ooh, did we already... What, the adverse, we, is that kind of we like We didn't what talk about adverse. So, can, discussing, can, can the impact that, of, please? discussing the impact of trauma and adversity on ch- children's mental health. Perfect. And well-being. We, we, we were kind of like... We're kind of moving into that, yeah. Um, so I would say, all right, well, a average experience of realizing that not everyone that th- that smiles in your face is cool if you was like your friend type stuff. Like, I've had moments that were like, I thought they were like looking for my best interest and they did some really shitty things to me. And I'm like, yo, you know what, suck a dick. Like, yo. Wait, we could say that, right? I mean, I know this is mental health, but I feel like sometimes I, I definitely push the envelope. I think you'd be unfiltered, yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah. Um... Yeah, so I would say, let's take this for example. I, when I was younger, I used to kind of like when as a, like I was stated earlier to Will, mm-hmm. I used to be a people pleaser. So like I used to sometimes to like I guess fit in, I would do stupid shit that I didn't want to do, but because of like I wanted the validation from my peers. Yeah, like it was like one of those, you know. But now looking back at it, bro, I hundred percent deserve some of the shit that happened to me. I was a fucking idiot. If you feel like someone's taking advantage of you, bro, like yeah, no, they probably are. Man, I used to ignore those signals. Yeah, that, but that's me where too. my trauma Hundred percent. No, same. Like my my mother used to really like be very like controlling over my actions. So like things that I thought was right, she'd label as wrong, and it's like. It's it's so to speak. She was she was trying to mold me into something that she enjoyed, but not something that I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, C- controlling parents, type of, like this type of stuff. Yeah. So like I was I was very to myself like growing up like in middle school I wanted to like go buck wild, but I always thought like damn. Mom doesn't like this, so I can't do that. And it's like I'm I'm thinking about my mom first before I'm thinking about myself. Yeah. And like that fucked me up because like it really messed up a lot of decisions I could have made for myself. But at the same time, I still think I'm a pretty cool person. So it might have yeah, turned out. Yeah, I, I I think so. I've done stupid shit as a kid. Yeah, some shit that is very like could have landed me in jail. Like stupid shit. Like yeah. is me being stupid. And I, there's some times where I've thought of my mom's voice. Like, would my mom, like, how the fuck is my mom going to react if I get locked up for doing said so-and-so? Yeah, like, you think so about the I think that's So, that, I think that's kind of helped in a way. Like, I think at one point I was more afraid of my mom than the police. Like, shit. Yeah. Yo, like, you feel me? Because it's like the cops. Okay, you get locked up. I mean, I, you ever been in cuffs? In the cops? Yeah. I almost got arrested. My, oh. Me and my friend were throwing rocks at cars for some reason. Dude, I... God, I... It made well, no I, I, sense. I, no, I know what you're saying, because I did the same thing, too, bro. And I was like, why the fuck... Like, so look at it now, that's just dumb. It's fucking stupid because now we driving shit and I someone hit my car and just be I'm like, like, yo, fuck. Fuck! But that's car- that would be our karma, though. That's true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's that. But um, what were we talking about just now? I almost forgot. Like, I mean, I know, I know like, the adverse reaction, but like. We're talking right about how adverse childhood experiences affect me- mental health. 
I think kind of shapes you as a person. But yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that. Oh, um, high school, like big, big environments where you're like integrated with other kids that you're not familiar with. So like all their experiences are kind of being put in the mix with yours, and it makes you almost question yourself. Yeah, that I want to say that's trauma. Well, it can be create trauma because mm-hmm. you know that's when you experience things such as heartbreaks and relationships and like all these life-changing moments where you could realize that what your character development moments yeah you could realize what your your parents have told you could be like a total lie or have you in shambles yeah i i I, i've noticed that so i've i've peeped that when i met kids that went to like private schools and they and be like i meet them in public like kids that went to private middle schools then but they end up going to like public high schools it was like such a culture shock for them and i'm like yo what the fuck are you doing bro like I uh, so you know when you're a kid like you have like the egocentrism is so like big so you you can't picture yourself you can't picture like caring about anyone else by yourself so I just kind of I, I used to be a dick or some of those kids I'd be like what the fuck like bro why are you like like why are you acting like you're gonna get in trouble for this dude no one cares not looking back at it I probably should have left those kids alone cause like <laughs> the, those kids are probably like actually upstanding well some know that's not always true bro just cause you go to private school does not mean you turn out to be a good person I miss some hella shitty motherfuckers bro kids in private school. like yo I can tell no wonder you're in public schools man I remember p- people on my snapchat they were like you know doing dances in the middle of like the lunchroom or like like you can tell by the way even the way they dress like even though you have to wear like you know, uniform uniforms Shirt untucked, tie undone, collar open, just like wilding. Wild. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Delinquents. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see how much time we got left before. All right, we got 30 seconds. Yeah, let's just skip this one. I mean, uh, like this part. All right, all right, all right. So next, we're going to nurturing, nurturing resilience, highlighting strategies and interventions that foster resilience in children, um, protecting their mental health. So in other words, um, you know, barriers you use your barriers kids use to prevent themselves from being compromised mentally so like being under the influence of others thoughts or what goes on i would say the best thing to go about it is just kind of use go into the uh, Shit, stranger danger yeah stranger danger mom like, told me stay away from strangers yeah, sh- if you don't know them don't go near them. yeah well i mean i mean i'm i think that's a very well that's a very good like advice i will say that sometimes you gotta experience your own personal like situations. Not saying like that, but like you know, dating people, getting into sports, where you know. And when I say dating people, it's like you know you're gonna run into problems, <laughs> like straight up, bro. That as soon as you get your first girlfriend, you you should already know that this is not gonna like lead to a happy ending. I know it sounds like Damn. yo, like it doesn't, bro. You you're just gonna to be though. sad. Yeah, yeah. You think about it, but just know that when your other homies that have dated people like tell you like. Yo, like, don't get too comfortable. Like, yo, pump your brakes. Future set. Oh, hey, yo, what the fuck? I hate those bugs. What? Yo, is that the Lancer fly, yo? Yeah, I hate Yo, them. kill him, bro. You know it's legal to kill him, right? How do I kill it? Stomp it. Not with my hocus, bro. All right, yo, watch. watch. Rest in peace. All right, I got it, bro. Yo, come on, bro. I got it. Oh! Oh, hell no. Bitch, yeah. Man, did it. Ew. Hey, yo. Hey, but look, they're kind of pretty. All right, yo, anyway, back to the fucking, um, back to the podcast. Sorry, uh, Lancerfly flew on set. They're Japanese or some shit. Bro, what happened to the stink bugs? All right, getting off topic. Killed off by these things, hopefully. Dude, this boy just stomped the yard on this thing. All right. Um, oh, you heard me? What? You heard the stomp? I heard the stomp, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. All right, all right let's get back to our podcast, uh, to the thingy. Okay, so from nurturing resilience, um, this might not even be like type but like encouraging like risk taking but also explaining the consequences 
So sports, you, sports is literally the best thing you can do with that. Think about yeah, it, right? Like sports. you put you put people on. I don't know anything about that. All right, wrestling, like, all right, so when you go to wrestling practice, you get put onto, like, a guy that's, like, around your division. Yeah. Then sometimes they'll put, like, someone that's a little bit, little bit above, like, the next weight division. Like, when I used to wrestle, it'd be 103 to, like, 115, then they'll put you to wrestle. Like, if you're, like, you know, good enough, they'll put you to wrestle with someone up. Like, you know, test your adversity. Yeah, like, see how... Because you don't know who you are until you're, like, put on the spot. Right. I think from, from a ch- like, another child perspective is maybe, like, your friends encouraging you. To like you know approach others or break break those little social you know that social circle that comfort zone so like for instance i used to be a reseller for shoes back when like when shoes shoes were really cool um you know waiting in line it'd just be awkward as hell hell yeah so at the like, mall to like four or five mm-hmm. well, yeah, when they would open those stores like six at seven a.m yeah i remember so, pretty early you know making conversation with just the boys around you or the, the men having conversation with grown-ass men just like saying like yeah i hope i get these Yo, shoes. you ever think about sometimes when we're standing in line with some dudes that were like 40 yeah and but like they would look so normal to us like they would they, we felt like they were kids for real like it's kind of wild but um Go ahead, sorry you said yeah, that you were standing in line? Yeah, standing in line, just kind of like, just not being awkward, but just having casual conversations. Like, that's how you're supposed to interact with humans. More, well, nowadays, people are just go on their phones. Bro, Back it's then, so it fucking, like, I hate that shit, now bro. Now then, you would have, like, a whole conversation about the story behind the shoe or why you're getting this shoe. And, like, yeah. You get to know a person, and I'd be like, damn, I'm just getting them to sell them again. Yo, but can like, I tell you something? So, we're speaking on resilience, right? So, yeah. when you feel adversity... Yeah, everything's fine and all when everything when the when the store's still closed. But as soon as those doors open, that guy you were having that five hour conversation with, he is your op. Some will reach over you to get to the shoes. I remember PG Plaza when the Op Pro Fours came out, bro. Uh-huh. PG County was wilding back then, but like still is. My forty well, yard my forty yard time was probably its highest during shoes shoe hunts because I used to pull up in running shoes and shorts, and that run down the mall, the little strip. Oh my god. Good times, good times. I think I saw like I remember one time. I, so I used to have a friend, a childhood friend, and um. <laughs> so he would like he was into like that kind of stuff, and one time he told me that he wanted Towson. Yeah. Because Towson had like a, it was. Oh, the, the Towson Mall still gets good shoes. So they uh, he waited. I forget the name of the shoes, but he waited. He stood in line, and he said at one point when the like mall opened, it was just like a barrage of like people running. Yep. He said it was like young kids and a bunch of old ass motherfuckers like literally just. Yeah, because it's like that's where culture comes together. Like the new generation and the old generation, Dude, I, like yeah. the Concord Elevens, bro. Niggas used to. Bro, in the music chilled. business, you know what I've noticed? So I've noticed the producers would be like significantly older than the younger dudes. Yeah. Like, well, some. I mean, if the older producer, of course, like they'll have a name for them. But I've noticed there'd be like a like a thirty-two-year-old, thirty-three-year-old producer be listening to like young guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they may be making the beats, but the thing is, it's like they they have like the they relate on a certain level. Because sometimes those producers be, like, older. Like you be thinking they're old as fuck. And, like, well, young you be thinking, yeah, like, yeah, you're like, damn. Or, no, vice versa. You think they're young as hell, they're old as fuck. But at the same time, it's, like, kind of, like, yo, the music is what brought them together. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. For real. Yeah. All right. That's another. All right. Parenting styles and mental health. Examining how different parenting approaches influence a child's emotional and psychological development. Oof. Um... God, I think we, uh, I'm not gonna nah, say nah. how your parent raise you influences you hundred percent. Like whether you're like if you have some parents who are very adventurous and like you know did things together and like traveled the world like you're gonna be a very you know my, outgoing kid my, I assume. My parents did that. that, yeah, that, that that's you, that's why I'm so spontaneous and travel. Yeah. There you go. Or if you have parents who are just like scholars and studiers, like 
in school, I see it the most. Like, the parents who are, like, doctors, their kids are that's like, antisocial, but, like, get good grades and they study. But they my, go hard at parties. My dad was a doctor, and it was, well, my, yeah, my dad was a doctor, and um, I kind of wish his brains would have transferred over to me. Because sometimes I'll be, like, in school, I'll be like, yo, I feel like such a fucking idiot. Like, I, it's crazy because, like, I'll meet friends who we have, like, like our parents will be doctors right and i seen like another one right and he was a stoner in orgo one or like my cell bio class and i looked at son and i was like you're a fucking idiot like me too bro real and i met yo son i kind of one of the, one of his friends looked like that one guy mirror that makes the beats this is my first semester here but i didn't even know you yo like so i'm just like what the fuck i was like yo there's regular ass people here and then like i would meet other people who like their parents were doctors and they're straight up like hippies like, they're so studious, and I'm like, I can't break those groups. Like, you know, I can't break into those groups because, like, I, I would like to study with these people because, yeah. like, they already made their, like, niche or whatever you call it. Like, their little crew. With the psychological development, it just, it's, it, it changes their thinking patterns. Like, it's how they, it's how they assess situations and handle them. So, like, if they see a problem, they're going to think of a, how should The we, most logical way. Yeah, versus, like, you know, parents who are more outgoing, it's like, oh, maybe how could I escape from this or how could I use this in a real world setting or how could I use this this in my advantage not like how could I use this in the now like when you look at two, uh, at a child that both their parents are business like oriented they usually are the most logical people bingo like like people that both their parents are artists and they're most creative they they're more creative the like uh, I'm not speaking on people whose parents are they, they come from like like really successful like artists like say for example like like uh, like Kanye's kids those kids are going to be really logical but for the mm, nah. they, they might I not be I know I mean, maybe yeah they might be more creative they're probably not gonna I don't know I they mean, don't see themselves with limitations yeah probably yeah they're gonna be actually kind of scary delusional yeah they might be delusional bro but that's where creativity comes from a little bit you gotta be delusional to be successful bro a little bit delusional like sometimes bro when I think we're filming this shit I'm like man no one's gonna fucking see this shit but then like yeah, yo people, people, people watch people watch yeah like 100% like yeah, you got to be delusional. Like, shit, anything you do, bro, like, you think, thinking, thinking, like, 20 to 40 views, you got to start out somewhere, you know? So, like, based on, like, how parents, have, like, raise and develop their child, it, it creates those boundaries or it creates psychological limitations of what kids think they can and can't yeah. do. I, I think that we're a little bit afraid. Actually, it's depending for us, like, okay. I, I think the way we see it like this, right? So, all right, our parents, like, say, for example, they had, like, structured-ass jobs. Yeah. I think for us, we might be kind of like, yo, fuck that shit. We don't want to do it. So we want to be more adventurous. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, it might be just, like, the age, you know? Like, my parents look upset from their work. I'm like, yeah, I definitely don't want to do that. Yeah, it's just, like, bro, like, I look at, like, people who are, like, doctors. I'm like, yo, they're so fucking miserable. And then, but then again, I don't know, because I met some YouTubers, and they seem kind of, like, stressed, but, like, I kind of get it. But, yo, well, life is not working. easy. Yeah, yeah you, you know what I'm put, saying? You got it's discipline. You got to do the things you don't like doing. Abs bro, I don't think you can get rich off doing things you really want to do, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you, you can. You most certainly <sighs> can. YouTube is a prime example. <sighs> but like, I think no one I, likes filming, but, like, the adventure that comes with it just makes it all the more worth it. Yeah, I could say. And then you, you have evidence now to just show for it. And you twisted the story in your own words. That, like the one guy we interviewed that like was like, yo, yo, you see son over here? I'm about to just ask him to come over. Got some life experience. Nah, 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 fuck that. Uh, he looks cool. I mean, yo, we got headphones, so I'm not, I'm not giving him. Fuck, my I'm not giving my headphones either. Yeah. Yo, son's just gonna, we just gonna have to take <laughs> these motherfuckers off, bro. All right, all right, we're coming right. <laughs> up on. Yeah, we got yeah. 12 seconds left, so the next one is, yeah. ooh, my favorite. School environment. Damn, I'm busy my nose. School environments and child mental health. Exploring the roles of schools and supporting students' mental health and addressing challenges. Yeah, my, my 
My school did not support mental health at all. Fuck bro. no. Wait, did you go to wait did we go I went to, to public school. Mel, me too. Did you go to the city? No, nah, I was around here in Howard County. Okay. I went uh, to a school that's like not favored as the best, but I think it is one of the best schools. Did you, you didn't go to that school that like supposedly like all like I mean, this is kinda like some racial racial stuff, but it's not really racist. Where it was like kinda like a bunch of like Asian American like I guess Asian like students used to go and the next day you know they let like people from like the hood come in or whatever. Nah, that's that's um there's a school like that. It's something there's, lake, right? There's a What the f- what's the name of that school? Wild Lake? Yeah, something like that, right? Isn't that the one where like Wild Lake's like the the bad school, right? In this area? Yeah, they considered in this area, they considered like Wild Lake. Well Wild living Beach, in the city ha- uh Oakland Mills. Hammond They considered like Those schools bad You know what's funny All my friends Literally went to those schools Like I'm not familiar With Howard County But the thing is When I met people In Howard County I would be like Yo y'all rich as fuck Because like No Because the thing is I come from the city So like for me Like bro It was fucking crazy Because people be like Yo I remember bro I'm gonna say his name Fucking Rohan bro This kid would always Yo this kid's unfiltered Like He's socially awkward But he'd be saying Some random shit I'm sorry Rohan For putting you out there Like that But uh, you one day you were like, damn, bro, you know all these kids from the bad schools. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, well, yeah, well, I'm, f- I mean, I'm gonna say because I'm from the city, but like, not I, bad I grew up in the hood, bro. Like, so yeah, we got cousins and shit that grew up there. So we'd be like, yo, they rich, son. I mean, those schools, these schools, they're not the bad, best. bro. They're not bad. They were the best representation the, of like a gentrified area. The people that say they're bad schools are people that have not been around minorities, bro. Like, I'm, I'm or black people. Like, I hate to say it that way, but it's just like a lot of the people that tell me they're bad schools are really just up, upper class white folk. Correct. Like the school that's. No shade Speaking to them, but it's like, yeah. I, I went to Long Reach. It was just. Oh, you rich as fuck, yo. Yeah? No. It's um, a joke, bro. I'm literally, I don't even know what that was, is. It was the most, I'd say like it was the most cultured. Cause like when I'm in Long Reach and then I go out to like DC or like Baltimore, it doesn't feel, don't get me wrong. It feels well, hold a up. Bit There's more, a culture difference. Let me my finish. Boy. Let me finish. Yeah, hold it, on. Feel, it feels a bit more extreme. But it's like it's no different than walking the hallways. Like there's some, there's some good kids. There's some bad kids. There's some people getting into fights. There's some like drama. There's like, it's all over the place. It's I not, see what you're it's saying. Not, it's not as structured as like me going to like Howard or something. Mm-hmm. Like it, it feels almost like a home, a home sense vibe. What's the one really good school that like people say is it Marriottsville or something like that? It's not like really Howard and Marriott's Ridge. Marriott's Ridge, yeah. Isn't Marriott's Ridge like a really good school? Like where all the smart kids, smart kids, quotation mark. Which ones do all the smart kids go in this area? I mean, they're all smart. I'm not going to slander my county. But um, I'd say, like, majority. All right, hold on. I was crazy, bro. Like, Yeah, you just said which one do the smart kids no, which go one's to? No, which one's considered where all the smart kids go? Like, I'd there's say, always that one school, like, people are like, oh, shit. Like, you know. I, I mean, I haven't been to high school in, like, in Baltimore six county. years. I'd definitely say it's, like, Centennial. Because, like, based okay. on my friends who went there, they'd say you were, you were outcasted if you didn't have, like, a high GPA. Is that a STEM school? No, there is no... What are you talking about? Okay, so in, in Baltimore County, there were once... On the eastern side, it's called Eastern Tech. On the west side, it's called Western Tech. Yeah, no. So, like, that's what I'm saying. So, the, there, the more tech... Wasn't that. Okay, so... Because, like, that's the county, like, that I went to high school to in. Like, and uh-huh. that would go to, like... So, I know for a while, like, in the city, the really good school was considered poly or something like that. Because that, they were, like, a t- poly tech. You ever right. heard of it? Right. That's, a, that's, like, that was, like, they... But how does this... No, th- that's the school environment. That's what I'm saying. Like, but it, how like, does it affect, like, the p- kids' mental health? Well, if they went to a school that, like, always focused on STEM, they, they were more STEM-based. But sometimes that could burn a kid out because, like, they weren't used to it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So this has to do with, like, the, the I mean, development, I mean. I'm talking about just from, like, the interactions, like, social-wise. Like, well, socially, like, mm-hmm. being in a school that's, you know, a bit more structured, you, you're, you're more adept to following the rules and, like, you know, working your way through that and maybe, like, working hard and playing hard. Less of a rebel. Afterwards. 
Right. Yeah. Versus like the schools I said, where it's like a bit of a mix culturally. Like I said, that's why I said DC in Baltimore. It's like it prepares you for life more so where you're not much of a robot, but you have enough. You have enough independence. They're more to realistic. They're more down to earth. I yes. get what you're saying. Yes. Like you're not sheltered. Yeah. There you go. You're not sheltered. Yeah. And so, you know, from a mental perspective, it, it, it helps you create independence in yourself where you need to take breaks or like, you know, to go look out for fun and you know, to like, you know, there's life outside of school. It's, do you know what to look and what to, what to look out for? Essentially correct. what you're saying, right? Yes. Thank you. That's all I'm trying to get at. Um, how much time do you have left from, from this one? Oh, 20 seconds. Okay. Oh, uh, so the next one is technology and child, child development. Here we'll be discussing the effects of screen time and digital media on children's cognitive and emotional growth. If I'm being honest, it's, it kills it. The yeah. more screen time you have, the less of a creative, independent person you are, I swear. You become more of a drone. That, and not only that, but like your need for overstimulation, your need for stimulation gets worse. Like you get, yes. like if you're iPad baby, like I feel so bad for these kids that are growing up on iPads. I was addicted. Like. The thing is, you gotta realize they get bored, and, and it causes. I swear, I feel like it may cause the ADHD. Cause like sometimes I'll be looking at some of these videos, I'll be like, I see some of these kids just like, they'll go on TikTok or whatever, they'll be on their iPads, and it's just like, yo, they're sliding through so much information, bro. And then like, like Abel, yo, like we had Abel once on here, and he said, yo, it's like TikTok, right? So yeah. it's technology. You go from like a sad edit to like a funny edit, bro. It your emotion, your, your emotion should not fluctuate that bad, bro. I. And I think that messes child's developments up, bro. Then you get child... That causes... Uh, it, I, it takes away resilience, honestly. Like, when you're going through a tough time, you experience the emotions of, like, you know, being upset, being angry, and, like, you have to find a way to get out of that naturally versus, like, oh, if you go through that nowadays, let me go watch a TikTok. Done. Uh, it, it switches the switch. Yeah, 100%. And not only that, but I think it also opens the doors for certain, like, glorifying certain toxic things like glorify sadness like emo shit like when you imagine if you're a teenager going through your first heartbreak have you heard of this thing called core core i love core bro core. you you know exactly but you I see love I, but core. listen but yo, core making me motivated bro but that's it's a double-edged sword hard work no dedication. yeah exactly dedication hard to the work. game but the thing dedication. is will imagine this right that because yo you work at the gym yo you you're dedicated to the game we woke up but we woke up. <laughs> we the, woke up. Is that like a? Yes. Is, is that a video, bro? This is gonna be the best day of our fucking life. Yeah. And like that, that gives me up in the morning. I hate to feel like I'm Bobby right now when I looked at you, but that was way too positive for me. That was. Perfect. Yo, listen, dude, like, goddamn, bro, that was. God, I hate bro, that. I love videos like that. But isn't core doesn't core core have things about like they're kind of like emotionally driven, like like they'll yeah. be like they'll be kind of sad instead of like working out. They just put like weird cut videos where it's almost like a Simpsons edit but some not dude really. sitting in the rain yeah like some 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 dumb shit like that like yeah. some of those videos I cannot relate to because so core core is like the the preference can you explain to the viewers okay so core core is you know as mess described emotional videos or clips from different like movies TV shows that have like those emotional moments that are supposed to trigger emotions that you're experiencing yeah. that's why when I said hope core it's experience the emotion not said core core no no the, the, I, I know you said core core but when I said hope core it's like you're experiencing the emotion of hope because it's filled with a bunch of clips that are giving quotes of like hope, hopeful moments, inspiring moments, motivation. Dog, that is a fucking I was a dog. I, I don't play with those bugs, bro. Well, I ain't gonna lie. Like, so like, there's there's hope core. There's like 
anger core. There's wait, is it really? Core. These are actually. I mean, I've heard of rage core, but like that means something else. There's different types of emotions to yeah. associate with core core. Core core is just like the, the <laughs> numb core. Like yeah, that's, that's actual a thing. thing. That's probably a thing. Oh hell no, bro. So I, I'm gonna look it up though later. Like I said, hope core is my favorite because it. If I need inspiration and I'm feeling down, I'd rather have the phone trigger some inspiration in me than rather just like sit around and like and do wallow nothing. in your sadness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It. Like it makes me feel like I'm I'm a lone character like in my own story, and it like here's my moment where I need to break out of it. So I think for kids like in terms of just like technology and child development, it, it, it's a double-edged sword. It can either it can send you to the fucking moon and put you eons ahead, or it can put you in despair and make, <laughs> lock make your you room not, and never talk to anyone again. Bingo. <laughs> because i know yeah. that fear of missing out is a thing like social media is is such a fun but also such a terrible it's thing. it's it's i hate to say it i don't look i'm not nihilist by any means but it's almost like a um it, it's a facade it's a facade yeah. but i'm not gonna go into that because we're still talking about like what we're talking about yeah <laughs> so um Technology make things seem better or worse than what they actually are. I'll, I think it's I'll, caused I'll more problems for us, though. Yeah. I think it's caused for more problems for us. photos to make themselves look better. And not only that, but, like, you can... The manipulation of, like, media and stuff like that. But that's, like... Whoa, yeah. That's, like... Yeah. Like we love, I'm we end love, on atten- that. We love um, attention and um, mean dialogue and things like that. I think it's made more people clout chasers. Yes. It has made people... It has made kids clout chasing. You, you Fame does not equate equivalent to success no fuck no yo you ever seen that one kid in like england right now he's like if he's fairly young kid he's like from the uk i think i really don't know his name but i think he's like he's like african or something like he's like he was like i think he might have been born in like africa but like no no i think he was born in the uk but i'm not sure do you like correct me if i'm wrong but like he goes around and like does stupid shit like like jump on reds like registers and shit at stores randomly just break shit like jumping on cars and shit and people like love that shit Never heard of but that's what I'm saying. How that relates to mental health is that kid's mental health is fucked, bro. He thinks what he's doing is right. When in reality, that's just you're corrupting society. No, he thinks it's funny, but the thing is, is like he doesn't realize it, like, yo, like, like that has real life consequences. All right, moving on to our next one: social interactions and mental health. Ooh, exploring the importance of healthy social interactions and promoting positive mental well-being. There we go. So here we go. Talking about something more positive. Okay how social interactions can you know create a more positive view okay i'll start well, yeah, please i think um i think it's always important to like make friends you know what i'm saying you never know when you're gonna need someone or you need someone to vent to i will say though that you don't have to be super social but you gotta at least make like one or two good friends say for example if you find the crew right of like and i was just remember how they were talking about like you need a team of these four people yeah I was thinking, if you could find someone that's, like, really, like, like, a, a social fox, person. Yeah, a bear. A, a bear bear or fox, one of those. If you could find those people that have that ability, yeah. just, like, hang out with him, and then you just meet people. Because that's kind of what happened, right? Because I used to be really socially awkward. And um, I met a homie. I think it was—I don't even talk to him, but it's funny because I have YouTube 